We've got another fabulous show planned for you today. Uh, we're going to jump in here quickly with Tara Ross regarding the Electoral College. Uh, Colorado uh, is considering SB 19042, which is the national popular vote, which basically gets rid of the Electoral College here in Colorado. What that would do is, is whoever gets the national popular vote then all of our electoral votes would go to that person. I think it's probably unconstitutional, but we'll talk to Tara Ross about that. She has written an excellent book. It is The Indispensable Electoral College, How the Founders' Plan Saves Our Country from Mob Rule. So we'll uh, talk to Tara about that. Then in the second segment, we will be chatting with Chris Stefanik. He is with Real Life Catholic, I think it is, and... um, And we want to talk a little bit about this whole thing with these uh, Covington students from Kentucky that were at the March for Life. And uh, I tell you, uh, it's just amazing to me what is going on regarding the attack on our young boys. And so we'll talk to Chris about that. We have in studio with us Jason McBride with Presidential Wealth Management. Jason, it's great to have you here. Oh, well, it's an honor to be here, Kim, and thanks for trusting me to do your show with you. Well, I'm really excited. You're going to be talking about 401ks, and this is something that is so important for people as they're planning for their retirement. And uh, I think there's going to be some great nuggets of wisdom in that, so we'll be doing that in the third and fourth segment. All right. Sounds great. Thanks, Kim. So let's get right on it here with Tara Ross. Tara, welcome to the AmeriChicks with Kim Munson. Thanks for having me. Now, you have written the book uh, regarding, let me get the right title, The Indispensable Electoral College, How the Founders' Plan Saves Our Country from Mob Rule. Now, you're familiar with, uh, out here in Colorado, we've got Senate Bill 19042, which my understanding is is that this particular would, bill would take uh, have Colorado's electoral votes go to whoever gets the national popular vote. Uh, is that correct? Am I setting that up correctly? You're setting that up correctly, and they're trying to do it through an interstate compact. So normally you would change the Constitution by a constitutional amendment, right? Article 5, which requires the approval of 38 states. But some, some, of, some people have had this idea that instead of going through that formal Article 5 process, why not just have everybody sign a contract? And you know what? It wouldn't take nearly as many states to sign that contract to make change. It's a much easier way to go about it. But everybody who signs the contract agrees to give their electors to the winner of the national popular vote instead of, of course, you normally do the winner of the state vote so that it would change that process. Well, it seems to me blatantly unconstitutional. Well, the advocates of the bill will say states have great latitude to allocate their electors however they want to, and if they want to do this, they can. And I don't disagree with that, but I would add the important caveat that you have to remain in compliance with the rest of the Constitution when you do that. You couldn't, for instance, allocate your electors to, or or say we're going to hold a vote with only men and no women, and that's how we're going to allocate our electors. That would violate the 19th Amendment. So I would argue... You can't go about it this way. There's an Article 5 process for making such radical change to the Constitution, and this is an end run around it. And I think this bill is going to be heard today down at the State House. Is that right? That's correct. So I'm standing here in Dallas, and I'm about to get on a plane to Denver. <laughs> so you're going to. <laughs> there's a Senate hearing on it today. So if this is something that's important to you, please call your state senator and let them know this is a bill that undermines the Electoral College, and we do not want it. Okay, now, Tara. 
There is a reason why the founders put the Electoral College in the Constitution, and uh, it's to protect the minority. And it was a brilliant move because uh, we are we're not a democracy. I have actually heard uh, people that should know should know that we are not a democracy. We are a constitutional republic. And democracy, uh, ultimately, you get to mob rule. So if 51% of the people say that mm-hmm. the other 49 have to do something, then mm-hmm. in essence, um, you know, it, it, it undermines the, the minority and the, the founders, because they'd studied so many different governments out there, did the Electoral College to try to protect the minority from the majority. Now, that's how I understand it. And give us a little bit more information on that. Yeah, sure. And the founders, we have to remember the moment in time they lived in. They fought a revolution because they wanted to be self-governing. They had no representation of parliament. Self-governance was really important to them. On the other hand, they knew that even if they had been given a seat or a couple of seats in, in parliament, they would have been outvoted time and time again by the majority of citizens at home in England. So they knew, you know, it's not always enough. A simple vote is not always enough to protect people's rights. So they wanted something better. How can you be self-governing but have checks and balances in your system that prevent unreasonable, irrational, emotional majorities from just running over even very large minority groups? A very simple modern-day example of this dynamic is um, you may have heard that democracy is two wolves and a sheep voting on what's for dinner. (laughs) And the sheep does not care that it got to vote. It just doesn't care. So they were just looking for something that would keep the sheep from being eaten all the time. Okay. The other thing that's really scary is the fact that I think that we've been undermining the integrity of our elections in a couple of different ways. First of all, Our electorate is not totally informed on all of the issues that are presented to them. And I I submit to you that I think that the bureaucrats and politicians that put these things forward like to make things so complicated that the everyday busy person almost throws up their hands. They listen to, um, they look at social media, they they watch TV, and they make their decisions that way. And Mm -hmm. I I think that they're well-meaning but mm-hmm. they don't know for sure what they're really voting about. And I submit to you, if you don't understand it, don't vote on it. There is a responsibility. You know, we've, we've had all these get-out-the-vote um, movements. But quite frankly, if you don't know what you're voting on, you either make sure that you learn that or you don't vote. What do you think? Look, I think this issue has been really subject to that dynamic that you're talking about right now. There's a lot of people that, legislators too, that have just thrown their support behind this bill because it sounds good. Oh, yeah, the person who gets the most votes should win. This sounds very simple <laughs> to us, right? And it, the Electoral College does require a little bit more education and diving in and just investigating to, to figure out why the founders gave us this system. That is not, it's not a straightforward system, but it is a system that protects our liberty, and they had important reasons for doing it. So absolutely, I would encourage everybody to learn more before you decide what to to support. And one other thing, Tara Ross, that really concerns me is we had uh, Chris Farrell on with Judicial Watch a week or so ago. And they had filed a suit against Los Angeles City and County because, interestingly enough, Los Angeles had more registered voters than they had people. 
And, (laughs) you know, and so you can see how this is all connected because then if all those people vote, that is a national, you know, that that could go towards the popular vote. But in essence, it's, I think, undermining the integrity of that particular election. So this is all connected. This is a movement, I think, to really undermine um, the American idea. And we are at a very serious time. And interestingly enough, Tara, Colorado seems to be uh, one of those at the tipping point of this whole thing. Well, I mean, potentially. They, so for this particular effort, they have 11 states plus D.C. already on board with their plan. They're apparently aiming – so that's 172 electors. And I should add that they need 270 electors to put their contract into effect. So nobody's going to act until they have enough electors on board. But Colorado would bring the number up to 181. And their goal is to have 250 by the time we roll around to the next election. And they, I'm sure they hope to get that last little bit during a presidential election year. Okay, and what does it look like for the the rest of the country? Do you think they're going to get to that 250? I know that they have 13 states that they are working very, very hard on. Uh, Colorado is one of them. New Mexico is actually holding a hearing today also, which is probably no coincidence because there aren't as many people like me who can run around and testify against this bill, and I can't be in those states at once. And so I found out about New, New Mexico second. Uh, it's just really important at this point for people who care about this issue to get involved and to call their legislators and to know that the people who are who are doing this, they have millions of dollars that they are pouring into the effort. They're hiring lobbyists all over the country. The people who are protecting the Electoral College are people like me mm-hmm. just doing it on our own. And so I get join it. us. I, I join get us it. Calling. And Tara, do you know who is the money behind this movement? Do you know? There's a guy... Yep. There's a guy named John Coza who he's, been, he's from California. He invented the scratch-off lottery ticket. <laughs> so he's uh, doing pretty well for himself, and he is dumping a lot of his money into this effort. He just really does not like the Electoral College. Wow. Okay. So, Tara Ross, the recommendation today is for people to reach out to their elected representatives and, and encourage them to uh, vote no on this. I know that you're going to be down at the, the State House testifying, and sometimes that can be a real circus. But thank you. I know you've got a plane to catch. Uh, so, Tara Ross, uh, the indispensable Electoral College, how the Founders' Plan saves our country from mob rule. You know, Tara, like you say, it's just people like you that, that understand the importance of this issue and are out there talking about it. So thank you for getting on that plane and coming up to Denver today. We greatly appreciate it. Absolutely. Okay, Jason, I tell you what, uh, it's a little scary out there. Well, that's a tough one, and what comes to my mind is just a a layperson on this is I want my vote to count. I want to have the right to give my opinion at the ballot box, and this this just makes uh, someone else's voice replace my voice, and I don't uh, like the thought of that one bit at all. I, I totally agree, and uh, so... And? You know, with the fact that we have a Democrat House here in Colorado, a Democrat Senate, and a Democrat governor, the chances are pretty high that this is going to pass. But we're going to have to stay on this and really inform people on what is happening because it's almost like a a tsunami of all of these radical, activist, progressive policies that are coming forward. And so that's one of the reasons why we do this show. And and you're such a great partner with us, uh, Jason McBride. Really appreciate it. Well, thank you. And, you know, one thought that this does bring up real quickly, and this is something that uh, Donald Trump did mention, he said if there wasn't an electoral college, 
Uh, I could have gone about trying to get votes a different way. So this is another thing that could end up backfiring uh, in the future on them, and then you'd hear them screaming that we have to change it to something else. You know, let's just keep changing it till we get what we want. And, and then it's cast the in stone. The result we want. Yeah, and then it's cast in stone is what I see the activists doing on that.